0: Christine, Forensic Genetic Genealogist, and we are here with another edition of our Unknown Humans Remain podcast. If you are listening to this, just to let you know that it is also available on video currently on Rumble and YouTube, and also in our Facebook community where you can join us and help work on these cases to get these people identified. Now, this case uh, just like the last case, I, I I found the baby button, so to speak, and I decided to take a look at some of these other cases, and so today we're going to talk about Wisconsin. Uh, this is a baby that was found in Wisconsin on November 13th, 1970. This is uh, case number 12, UP9578. So let's get into the details. I wanna add also, before I begin talking about the case details, I'm thinking as I go on another baby, right, I'm I'm trying to get all of these over 14,000 folks identified, right, and, and create an episode for each one of them. But I'm also trying to, I don't know, dare I say it, get you guys uh, interested, uh, um, provide information to you, uh, you know uh appeal to your true crime sensibilities your desire to help and so when i go through these i i'm also looking at let me try to cover all of the united states let me try to cover all the country uh let me get the different states and let me try to get some variety here but today uh after i recorded the other case yesterday i was called for the children i said i i have to look at these children right so it it may not be exactly the variety that you want. I will try to, for lack of a better word, spice it up as much as I can. Uh, but we've got so many people here to talk about, so many interesting cases, so many lives that are just uh people unaccounted for and um stories that need to be told. So anyhow, I just wanted to throw that out there because I do I do think about this. I I I would like to find a case for everybody. That that everybody would get interested, that everybody would adopt a case, and work with us and join us to get these poor folks identified. So today we're going to talk about UP nine five seven eight. This is a uh, a black male, an African American, unidentified, and the body was found November thirteenth, nineteen seventy, in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and the age range was estimated to be zero to 12 months. Of course, we have the ME case number. If, As I mentioned, if you're watching me, I, I go through the case um, and scroll through it live. We also look at some maps and different things if we can for the case. Uh, so you may wanna listen to this and bookmark it and then go back, uh, come into the community or join us online on one of the video channels um, to take a look at the information yourself. You never know what uh, visually might hit you. Uh, I'm a very visual person as opposed to an auditory person. And so something might hit you a little different. Something might stand out on a second go around or something like that. So again, going into the demographics demographics listed, this is a male, uh, black or African American And it's the bad word, it's the fetus word. Um, Estimated age range in years from zero to one year old. Estimated date of death, 1970. Uh, It says the height is measured, but there's no measurement listed. And the weight is one pound, estimated. The circumstances are unidentified deceased. Again, the body found November 13th, 1970. And the Namas case was created December 5th, 2011, as I mentioned, long time. And uh, we'll look at the map a little bit later, but the uh, body was found in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, ZIP 53209 in Milwaukee County. Now this says, and I did peek at this one, so I don't know what to tell you here. We'll talk about it. This unidentified African-American male fetus at approximately six months gestation was found dead on November 13th, 1970, brace yourselves, in a communal toilet at a rooming house located at 4067 North 19th place in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Now, This was in 1970. Don't be going over there. I'm reading you the information. That's public record. Don't be going and harassing the people, okay? You can take a good look at the residence, which we'll do on Google Maps. I'm just throwing that out there. Please be respectful of these poor people that probably had nothing to do with this, okay? It says, a tenant at the rooming house went to use the communal toilet and found the fetus in the toilet. I t- I told you that I I don't want to say that I make this stuff up, but I mean I, I these astound me. And again, this is the hardened cop here, okay? And and I know I'm I'm not meaning to sound like I'm chuckling. I'm just nervously like incredulous, uh, and I don't know what to say here. Um, so this poor fetus was found in the toilet, in this, commu- in this communal toilet, which means it's a shared bathroom or shared toilet. Okay, it's, it's getting a little crazy here. The fetus had been preserved in formalin and was autopsied prior to being found. It goes on. Formalin is a liquid used to preserve biological specimens. Residents of the rooming house had no knowledge of the fetus being there and stated that the rooming house is within a block from the Rufus King High School, high school and students frequently use the communal toilet. Okay, that is just, we'll, we'll get to that. Um, It says all, oh gosh, I'm sorry guys, all parts recovered, condition of remains, recognizable face. It's, it's okay, uh keep going hair color unknown head hair description none body hair description none facial hair description none um no eye description, no distinctive physical features uh no clothing or anything like that um thankfully, no documents uh okay, <laughs> so. I don't even know where to begin on this one. Like the, the cop in, in me is like, I'm I'm flashing back to high school. Are you guys flashing back to biology? And I can I can smell the formalin. Like, I don't know what that clear liquid was, but if you guys know what I'm talking about, like you can probably smell that, right? If you took biology. Um so my first thought is. It it might have been a body that was donated to science and sold to the school, right? That's why it was in formalin and autopsied, for God's sakes. Um, so, <laughs> sorry, I'm like really at a loss for words. I, I, my mind is hopping back and forth, so did they go to the high school and ask the high school like the biology teacher hey are you missing a lab thing or a uh i'm assuming there would have been a purchase order like i don't know about you guys but we had to do a rat um you know a frog and those sorts of things i'll save that but uh, thank goodness we didn't do any um human beings or things like that the rat the rat and the frog, for me, was bad enough, okay? I knew I didn't want to be a doctor or a biologist like that, okay? Uh, I can, as I mentioned, I can still remember the smell. So so my first thought is like, okay, why is this on NamUs? Because it sounds like it's, it would be a, for lack of a better word here, I don't know what to call it, a specimen that uh, like, not like, but, you know, in the same, um, school, uh, training program like the rat or the frog was bought from hopefully a reputable firm for the students to do, um, you know, their assignments on their lab work. And so why is it in here? Ah, uh, Yeah. So I would think that they would have gone to the school and talked to the high school teacher or whomever or everybody within purchasing at this school. And so then my second assumption, which, you know, that word, maybe they ruled that out and nobody at the high school knew any, you know, they couldn't tie it to the high school. So... Uh, The people in the rooming house that lived there didn't know about it. It doesn't say that the high school didn't know about it. Ah, yeah, that's just crazy. So I'm thinking here, even if we do genetic genealogy on this, and we identify parents, then we go to the parents and say, did you give your child for an experiment? I mean, It's just, this is just an uncomfortable, uh, bad deal here. Um, So let's look at this map and see what comes up. I'm sorry, guys. Like, this is, every time I look at this, I, crazy, crazy, crazy. Okay, so this is, I don't even know if this is a house. This comes up. Florist Avenue, Flint Road. Where does it say? 4067 North 19th Place in with with Milwaukee 4067. I I don't think this is the right location. I don't know why they put it in there. Let's see what we can get. What is it? 4067. Let me just put this. I'm going to copy it. And again, with these old cases, Is it place or street? Place. Um, As we work on these, you know, these are so old. So, okay, I'm looking at uh, 4067 North 19th Place. Sorry, guys, keep switching back. 407, okay. We are looking at a house next to a vacant parking lot and to the... I want to see east of it. Looks like an electrical substation and a building with a bunch of garages. Uh, We've got a house across the street. So I'm not sure which one is which one because Google is not necessarily identifying it. A bigger house. Uh, Not sure which one would be a rooming house per se, but it looks like a normal house residential neighborhood. I'm going to go down to this other building and this older building, brick building here that I'm looking at could possibly possibly have been the high school. I'm going to go down the street a little bit. Um I don't know why it would have all the bays unless they unless they converted it maybe, but it I mean does that say I'm trying to read the brick on the building (laughs) sorry guys I I get into this these um, just like you do on these investigations to try to figure this out okay something says employee parking yeah I can't read it I cannot read it there's something engraved in the concrete but yeah so um Kind of crazy interesting, huh? So my first thought would be, and I can't really tell, I'm trying to see which one is. That is 4067. Okay, so this house, here is the house. And it says a rooming house, so um, it looks to be a pretty big house. Um. So I'm not sure if that was long-term or short-term tenancy. And um, very interesting, right? So again, don't be talking to people at this house. Don't be going over to this house. Um, Yeah, Uh, going back to the details here. I Again, I have questions about why it's in here. I'm hoping that they uh, went to the high school and tried to roll that out obviously if we were looking for paperwork of a purchase for laboratory supplies way back in the day that's probably not going to be there but hopefully there would be documents in the police file that they ruled that out so this is uh once again a little strange uh yeah that's all we've we've got that's all we know again here we've got another unknown human uh, that remains Uh, i invite you to get involved by liking subscribing getting notifications so that you get notified uh, when we publish a new one Um, you can definitely join our facebook community uh, which is a facebook group at unknown humans remain and help us try to get the answers for this if if you want to per se adopt a case and start working on that, start raising money so that we can get resources to get the genetic genealogy, the forensic lab work portion of this done. Uh, that would be greatly appreciated. Uh, we also have a donate uh, site on GiveSendGo forward slash unknown humans, uh because the cost to do the lab work is depending on The body is uh, the condition of the body. And I don't know if the formalin um, would have changed anything. Uh, That's something for me to look into. But uh, the lab portion, um, if suitable, could be uh, anywhere from 250, 450, up to about 2,500 or 4,500 per case. And then we're going to go ahead and take care of the forensic genetic genealogy. Um, And we'd love to have you join us, help out however we can, or just liking and sharing to get the word out for these poor, unknown humans that can't speak for themselves. Thank you for listening, and I look forward to talking with you or seeing you again next time. Have a great day.